Welcome to the Create Your Shape podcast. I'm Jenny the Nutritionist, and I'll be teaching you the strategy, structure, and science to build muscle and decrease body fat, specifically for ladies who work out. Hello, hello, friends. Before we get into talking about tips for creating your meal bank, I'm just going to give you an update on me. I feel like I haven't done that in a while. So I'm going to start off with the cats. If you haven't been following me on Instagram, Jenny the Nutritionist, if you haven't, I got two cats earlier this year that had terrible health issues. They had a disease. They were in the hospital. Tons of medicine, tons of money, like so much work. They are now healthy-ish. They definitely still have some things that are lingering that I still have to give them medicine for and still have to watch for and I have to go still go get frequent blood work for them. But all in all, like how they're living in the day-to-day and how they're feeling, definitely feeling great. So I'm excited about that. However, they are terrible. They are just bad cats. And they're really not bad cats. They're just wild animals. And because I cannot get them neutered yet, they are even worse, right? Like they just want to go out and find a mate and I have to keep them inside and in our little like courtyard, which they try to, you know, escape from or they, I mean, Moselle has broken two glasses this week because she's climbing up on stuff and then knocking it down. Pootie screams at the top of her head trying to find a mate. So, and she pees on everything trying to find a mate. So, They are so adorable and so cute, and I just squeeze their faces, but they are just bad, and um, it is what it is. So I can get them fixed in a couple of months, so I'm holding off until that, and, and hopefully our new place has a little bit more freedom for them. So speaking of that, we just signed an 18th month lease in Bali. So we will move in mid-December and we'll be here for another 18 months. So that is very exciting. It is a brand new place. So it has some of the standards that we are looking for, like closed sliding glass doors that are actually sealed to keep air in, to keep bugs out. So little things like that will be nice and just having like a fresh new place and it's very aesthetically pleasing. There's a big pool. There are also some Bali things with it. Like the bathrooms are kind of like semi outside, which I know sounds cool, but when you're actually like living in it, it's like, wait a minute. So we're going to have to adjust that, which we'll figure out. And it's funny when we were touring inside like the living room, they had patio furniture, which like in Bali, it's just not really like furniture isn't a big thing. So they just wouldn't know. But it's kind of funny, you know, with my eye seeing that. Um, but yeah, so we're really excited about that. It's kind of in the same area, maybe like slightly better-ish area. So yeah, that's that. And then speaking of like our 18th month plan and then years after that, something that we used to do when we before we started traveling, before we started our businesses is a weekly meeting called the master plan with Aaron and I. And it's where we would just sit down and be like, okay, what is our game plan? Like what's it's very like non-traditional life, right? And how are we going to achieve that? And every week we would sit down and talk through things of what do we want? What do we desire? 
what do we need to do to make that happen? I mean, back in the day, it was like, okay, we're going to sell everything. Like, what's the steps to that? We need to get visas, like just listing out all of the actual to-dos to make it happen. So we started doing that again for the next three to five years and what that will bring and what that will look like. So we had our first meeting last night. So that's that. And then we're going to New Zealand in Australia in a couple of weeks. We're going to meet my mom there, Adventure Mom. And we're also going to meet my aunt there. So we've traveled with them before and they're just great to travel with and they like to adventure and explore. So we're going to go to New Zealand. We're going to Auckland, which is more of like a a city in the north. And then we're going to Queenstown, which is a little bit more of a venture town in the South Island. And then we're going to Australia and we're going to go to the Gold Coast and do the beach and kangaroos. And I'm actually meeting with my mom after I record this to plan the Australia portion and make sure that's all squared away. So that's coming up. And then I am also working on a class for my audience and It is, I'm putting hours upon hours upon hours of work into this just to make sure it is like really, really valuable and really, really good. So that will be coming up soon. And then Create Your Shape will be open for enrollment in December, which I'm very excited for because that's the class that starts in January. And I just feel like it just keeps getting better every round. So... That's kind of update on me. And then also I'm in the middle of building my like, Bali meal bank. So it's kind of what inspired this episode. As I'm building my meal bank, I wanted to share okay, what a meal bank is, if you haven't heard me talk about it before, and then give you tips as you're creating your meal bank. So I actually have to give Aaron credit. He came up the, with the name meal bank. But a meal bank is really solves the problem of going, you know, it's a new week and you're going down to write your list and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I want to eat this week? And you're like, oh my gosh, it's got to hit macros. Like, will that hit macros? Oh my gosh, do, do I even want that? Oh, I don't want this. And it's like very stressful and overwhelming coming, trying, trying to create this from like a, a blank page. Or if you're at the store, if you're just like, okay, I'm not, I don't have time to make a list. I just got to go to the store. And you get there and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I want? And you're just like going down the aisles and like looking at the food and like, will that go together? Can I have this? Will this work? And it's just, I've done that before. That does not set you up for success for sure. Or you just like randomly grab things and then you get home and you have like half-assed meals or you get something that's really basic and plain and then you're eating it through the week and you're like, this just does not taste good. I do not want this. And then you're like, well, I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. And then you kind of quit or don't be consistent for that week and then you don't make progress. Or I kind of think this is the worst because I definitely have done this many times where I find this delicious meal and it's like this glorious recipe and I get so excited about it and I write down the list And then by the time I get to the store, trying to find all these ingredients, like it's already tiring and already straining my brain. And then by the time I get home and like misplan the time of how long it would take or just go to actually 
prep it and make the meal, I'm like, oh, I just can't do this. This is way too much. And then I'm too tired to even make the meal. And then I'm back as if I didn't go to the grocery store and I'm back at square one and then all this food just goes to waste. Definitely have been there. So the meal bank solves all those problems. A meal bank is just a list of go-to meals that are tasty, they're efficient to make, and they are macro-friendly. So imagine a list where it's an like a tangible list. So whether it's in Excel, like mine is, on your phone, in your notes app, in Notion, on a piece of paper, like it is simple. It is not complicated. It is just a list. And then each, like for breakfast, at the beginning, you may have like two to three options, like two to three meals. Then for lunch, you may have two to three meals. Then for dinner, you may have two to three meals. And you'll build up to probably 10, right? Maybe more, right? But like you might start off with two to three and then get up to like 10-ish. That's a lot. Think of 10 weeks of like different meals if you're like me and kind of have it for the whole week and then change it out. That is a lot. So that's what it is. But when you have this every week, you just pull from that list. You like look at the list and you're like, oh, what tastes good? Mm, that, that I haven't had that breakfast in a while. I'm going to do that. Mm, that lunch, those that taco bowl sounds so good. I'm, I want that this week. Ooh, I'm going to like, you know, I'm not going to have as much time at dinner. I'm going to make this one that's a little simpler to make. It's still delicious. Like that is what you use the meal bank for. And eliminates all those problems that we talked about before. So it's not like you're stressing and like pulling from a blank page or you're like, oh my gosh, I can't even like think about this. I don't have time because it takes like two seconds and you go off your like taste buds. Um, or you're not at the grocery store like doing this super crazy recipe and then you don't end up doing like it solves for all of that. It like removes the mental load that this part of the process takes. So this is part of the process, right? Like getting the food and like coming up with the food to eat is part of the process of building muscle and decreasing body fat. This eliminates all the like mental strain that may come along with that. So now you know what it is. I want to talk about tips for making your meal bank. So first, you have to build up your meal bank. So start with what you're already doing and then just adjust it. So everyone already has some form of go-to meals, whether they're making it or not, whether it's like actually aligned with their goals or not, but just start with that and then just make adjustments or just start with the lunch, right? And then a dinner, like don't try to overhaul everything at once. So you're going to have to slowly build this up over time. And then only try new meals when you have more time on the weekend to figure it out. The whole point of the meal bank is because coming up with a new meal takes time and mental strain. So that takes more time. So if you are going to do that, you just have to make sure you have more time and do it when you want, when like you really want to, to build to your, to take that and add onto your meal bank. Another tip I have is to use Pinterest and Instagram for like inspo or to create the theme for the meal. It doesn't mean you have to follow whatever recipe or meal it is exactly. It's really just for inspiration. 
So, like, I have a Pinterest, what's it called, board where I have tons of meals saved there. I typically do not follow one recipe. I just, like, kind of get ideas from it. Or maybe I'll, like, use the sauce for a meal, but not the rest of it. The other thing I have in here is have some quick options or, like, no prep options in there. There are going to be weeks where you're like, I've got zero time. I just need something that I can, like, grab really quick and don't have to prep. For me, this past week, something that I tried out in I'm building my Bali like meal bank and I don't have the same foods here, right? So it feels like I'm starting it from scratch and I don't have access to the same things. So it does kind of feel like I'm starting it from scratch. However, a quick meal that I tried for lunch this week was tuna salad. So I got tuna, which I found low oil tuna, which they have some in the States, like Wild Planet is great. It's canned tuna and it's that's a ton of protein, right? And then... That's my protein source. My carb source is crackers. You don't have to make anything. Literally just get the crackers. They have higher quality crackers. Then my vegetables, bell peppers. I also added in some apples um, because that was tasty as another carb in there. But that was it. And then to make the tuna actually taste good, I added in some mustard, a little bit of mayo. Again, they have low-fat mayo and they have higher quality ingredients mayo. Some lemon, paprika, and green onion. And it was so good. It was so, so good. Like, I'm so pumped for this meal. And it was so quick and easy. So, again, that's like a, a quick option, no prep option. All right. The other thing is making it efficient and tasty and macro-friendly. So, how do you do that? Making it efficient, this goes back to how many ingredients you're using. I always think about meals in terms of create your plate, which is a concept that I teach on the podcast, it's something that we really drill in with my Create Your Shape ladies, but it really is thinking of what's my protein source, what's my carb source, and then what's my vegetable source. So then I have one ingredient for each of those. You can definitely have more, but the more complicated it gets, the less efficient it gets, which isn't a problem. Some things I may have like that, but generally how I'm thinking about it, and most of my meals, my meal bank are going to be the like three three like main ingredients to my create create my plate and then I'm add, I'll add some things for flavor to make it tasty and things like that. So that goes into the next thing. Making it tasty. How do you do that? Cuz I remember back in the day thinking like I've got to have chicken and broccoli, plain grilled chicken. That's it. Plain grilled chicken and broccoli. No flavor. And it just tastes awful. <laughs> it just tastes awful. And then I realized like, oh, you can make things so tasty with sauce and marinades and seasoning and herbs. And it's not complicated. And I just didn't know that. And now these are like my lifesavers. Like I love chicken with I can make so many different options of chicken that taste so different and are delicious because of the sauce or the marinade or the seasonings or the herbs that are used. So then lastly, making it macro friendly. I do not suggest having your meal bank where it's like, okay, this meal is this exact macros and this meal is this exact macros. That just seems very stressful and way too rigid to actually be applicable applicable. There we go. So what I suggest doing is instead 
make choosing like macro friendly ingredients. So then they're always going to be directional and you can just adjust the portions based on what you need. So for example, going back to create your plate, get a lean protein source in because then it's going to be lower in fats and then you have so much more room. If you need more fats, you can add other options for fats, but you have so much more room and that's not a concern. So lean protein options. Then for your carbs, get real carb sources most of the time. Obviously, like my tuna thing had crackers. That's not a real carb source, but like a whole food carb source, like potatoes, rice, couscous, because then it's just going to be mainly carbs. Again, low in fat, and then sometimes, like depending on the carb, may have some protein in it or not. But typically, you want more protein. It's easy, and it makes it easier to get it in. Again, it, it then when you're actually making the food and you're like, what do I need for carbs this week, or what do I need for carbs this meal? I can say, oh, I need 50 grams, so I need about two handfuls. Or oh, I only need 25 grams, so I need about one handful. Right. It, it, I'm not tied to the macros of the meal. I'm just adjusting it based on what I need. And it doesn't impact my ability to choose my meal for the week. And then vegetables. I feel like, again, the only thing I can think of how this wouldn't be macro friendly is if you're just getting some like pre-made vegetable or like frozen vegetable that is like in with another recipe that has a bunch of other stuff added to it. So then for your sauce and your toppings, like that's really going to be reserved for your fat sources because sauces and toppings just typically are a little bit more fat, maybe some carbs in there too. Um, But it gives you that flexibility for the fat and then to adjust your fat as needed. So I wanted to end this with some of my examples that I've done this past week and things I'm trying next week. So I'm trying next week breakfast burrito. Very excited about that. And actually, I haven't thought fully through what my – well, typically in the morning, I always do fruit. It's just too delicious. And then my protein source is going to be eggs and then I'm going to do a tortilla wrap, which they have – I prefer to do a little more gluten-free, so they have one down the street that's delicious. And then I may just have some toppings. I may have add some cheese in there or some maybe some salsa. Not sure about that. Just to make it delicious. But with the wrapping, I may not even need much more. Again, like very simple. So then last week I did a like teriyaki chicken where – I just cooked chicken. I poured some amino acids, um, like coconut amino acids, on my pan and let that heat up a little bit. And then I cooked the chicken in that. And so it's like a teriyaki chicken, but again, very simple. And then white rice and then broccoli. And then to kind of add, I added a little Asian flair to it. Again, going back to like making it tasty with seasonings and sauces, I added ginger, like the like sushi ginger. I had kimchi, which I feel like has so much flavor, wasabi, which gives it a little kick. And then I could always pour more coconut amino acids all over it to add a little bit more sauce and flavor. Something that I also did this past week 
was it's another this is another Asian meal. I'm in Asia, so it's what I'm feeling right now. But I did do a like almost like, like a kava bowl, like a Mediterranean bowl the week before that, and that was also delicious. But this past week I also did a like sh- a strip loin steak, and then I had rice noodles. And then I had bok choy for my vegetable. So again, all just three great ingredients, really easy to make each of them. But the sauce is what really makes it. So I had used a garlic chili sauce with coconut amino acids and green onion and peanuts. Peanuts are going to be higher in fat. So I was getting some fat in that, but it, it added a little crunch. It was so, so good. So, so good. So those are just some of the meals I've been trying. I'm excited to add more to that. If you've seen my stories, you've definitely seen some of these meals. That's what I have for you today. Get your meal bank down. Make it easier on yourself and on your mind to make it way more consistent. This is a part of your nutrition routine and a part of your structure to make it mindless. All right, you guys. I'll see you next week on the Create Your Shape podcast. Hey. If you work out and want to look like you work out, then you need to be in the Create Your Shape program. Learn more and get started at jennythenutritionist.com slash create dash your dash shape. You can also follow me on Instagram for more content at jennythenutritionist.